Hello, listeners and fellow explorers. This is Living in the Sprawl's lovely and talented producer-slash-wife, Lisa Steinberg. I wanted to thank all of you for your continuous support of the show. As a new podcast on the scene, John and I self-support the logistics and research that go into the show. The number one way to support the show is to rate, review, and share this podcast with everyone you know. Many of you have been doing this, and it has helped immensely. I also invite you to check out our website and the show notes for other ways to support the show. We are currently working with companies we currently use ourselves to get discount codes for our listeners and support the show in the process. These companies include Every Table, Just CBD Store, Gold Belly, Cats Botanicals, and so much more. By using the links on our website, you are letting them know we sent you and in turn supporting the show. You can also support us on Patreon and Podfan. Please check out the website at livinginthesprawlpodcast.com for updates on companies we are working with, our testimonies, links, codes, and new Living in the Sprawl merchandise. Again, thank you to all of you, our lovely listeners, for tuning in every week and allowing us to do what we love. Without further ado, your humble correspondent, John Steinberg. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Living in the Sprawl, Southern California's most adventurous podcast. I am, as always, your humble host and correspondent. My name is John Steinberg, joined in tandem by my lovely and talented producer slash my wife. Her name is Lisa Steinberg. We are the team here at Sprawl Enterprises, ready to bring you yet another exciting foray into the expansive, sometimes daunting slash intimidating terrain that we have lovingly dubbed the sprawl. On today's show, we head out to the desert where we examine some of our favorite activities that you can get up to in the Coachella Valley. When I was a kid, there was something majestic about the desert. Be it the sunsets that looked as though they'd been painted by someone working in the Italian Renaissance period. The prevalence of cacti hanging out poolside. Simply put, being in an oasis. After all, this is Riverside County. And yet, the Coachella Valley, and in particular Palm Springs, bears little resemblance to Riverside. In the 1940s, those getting away for the weekend found much to appreciate in the Coachella Valley. It became one of the preeminent resort areas in the United States, serving as a hotbed for golf, tennis, leisure, see Seneca Poolside, hiking, and all things desert-related. Many outsiders know of the Coachella Valley because of the music festival, as was covered on a prior episode of the podcast. But there's a great deal to appreciate beyond Coachella and Stagecoach. We're going to tell you about our picks for the 10 must-incorporate activities that you should wedge into your next visit to the Coachella Valley. Nine cities... A ton of officially recognized unincorporated areas, a population hovering around 1,000. There's a lot to be covered. Where to start? Let's begin at number 10 as we break down the 10 essential activities in the Coachella Valley. 
And number 10, have a quintessential desert dining experience of the old school variety. What do I mean by this? I mean tableside service. I mean prime rib, steak, oysters Rockefeller, dishes that you will not see populating menus along the Sunset Strip. A couple of places to keep in mind, maybe check on reservations before heading out to the desert. And these would be Melvin's, which has been around for decades, covered on a very early episode of the podcast. A great place to get yourself a baked Alaska. And if you don't know what that is, don't feel ashamed. Neither did I until I ordered it. And dare I say, it's an experience not to be missed. Copley's, which is on the newer side, but is a restaurant located at the former estate of Cary Grant. Here, you can get your hands on that traditional, what I would characterize as classic desert fare. Also, Arnold Palmer's restaurant in La Quinta. All things Arnie can be found at Arnold Palmer's restaurant, including some snazzy shirts, hats, and for super fans, you'll be interested to know there's a golden bust of Mr. Palmer inside a great spot for an Instagram picture. And number nine, the downtown Palm Springs area, specifically the Walk of Stars and the Forever Maryland statue. Again, topics covered on prior installments of the show, but to double down, Visitors to the desert associate the region with people like Old Blue Eyes, Marilyn Monroe, the aforementioned Cary Grant, and the litany of old school Hollywood stars who would flock to the desert when the weather came around. So here you've got the 27 foot tall statue of Miss Marilyn Monroe. Adjacent to that is the Palm Springs Walk of Stars, noting figures like former Mayor Sonny Bono, Presidents Eisenhower, Ford, and Nixon that used to frequent the desert during off times. It's a cool sight to see, two for the price of one, if you will, and it'll ground you in that famed old school glory that is embodied by the city of Palm Springs. And number eight, check out an event or something at the Indian Wells Tennis Garden. This is the second largest venue for spectators that's exclusively designed for tennis to be found anywhere in the world, second only to the Arthur Ashe Stadium in Flushing Meadows, where the U.S. Open is played. Now, this famed tennis garden plays host to the annual BNP Parabos Open, played every March, and every big name that you can think of has played at the facility. 16,000 plus seats populate the grounds. It's truly a sight to behold. As I mentioned, tennis is one of the defining activities to be found out in the desert, and there's no better place to acquaint yourself with the history of tennis and the Coachella Valley than at the Indian Wells Tennis Garden. 
And number seven, check out the mid-century modern architecture that has helped to really put this region on the map. So when the money really started to trickle in, big name, bold-faced architects soon followed. If you can make it out for February's annual Modernism Week, that would be ideal, but if you can't, even a cursory drive around some of the crazy estates dotted throughout the Coachella Valley will suffice. The efforts of notable architects like Albert Frey, E. Stuart Williams, John Lautner, Paul R. Williams, and our beloved Richard Neutra are on full panoramic display. You've got to check out the Kaufman Desert House, which actually just served as a filming location in the movie Don't Worry Darling. They kind of make it difficult for you to get a great vantage point, but high walls be damned, you can still see the architectural marvel that is the Kaufman Oasis House designed by Richard Neutra. A lot of the houses on the crazier end, yeah, they're in gated communities. The Bob Hope residence, for example. The second property associated with Frank Sinatra in Ranto Mirage. These are in gated communities. But if you want, you can actually stay the night at the Twin Palms estate that formerly belonged to Old Blue Eyes himself, which is one of the coolest private homes to be found anywhere in the Coachella Valley. At nearby shops, souvenir stores, etc., there's really an emphasis on the mid-century modern period. You can get postcards with some of the houses that we've discussed to let your friends know that you, in fact, saw these homes in person for yourself. Number seven, check out the iconic mid-century modern architecture in the Coachella Valley. And number six... Visit the Shields Date Farm in Indio. As I mentioned, there are nine officially recognized cities in the Coachella Valley, Indio being one of them. And Indio is where the Coachella Valley Music and Arts Festival, as well as Stagecoach, that's where they take place. But in addition to those, at Indio, you could also find a wonderful passage into the quirky history of the region, this being the Shields Date Farm. It's been here since the 1950s, serves as a real cultural beacon for the area, and will teach you all about one of the best exports to come out of the area, that being the date. If you're wondering, where do they get all those ingredients for delicious date shakes? The answer is the Coachella Valley. And the best place to learn about all of this, as well as a great spot to sample some delectable fare, is at the Shields Date Farm in India. And number five, visit the Living Desert Zoo and Botanical Gardens. Here you'll find a wide swath of animals native to the region. You'll come face to face with giraffes, reptiles if you can handle it, some beautiful cacti, again doubling down on the idea of this being a true oasis. There's a lovely botanical garden on the premises. 
It's not a conventional zoo by any stretch of the imagination. It's a place that could really, truly only exist in the desert. Number four, ride the Palm Springs Aerial Tram from the city up to the top of Mount San Jacinto. In the 1960s, there was really only one way to even get to the top of this majestic peak. You had to hike, like hike with a capital H. So in the 1960s, the Palm Springs Aerial Tram was dreamt into reality. It's one of only three such aerial trams to be found anywhere in the world. The others are located in Switzerland and South Africa. And it's this two-mile ride through the sky from Palm Springs into the San Jacinto Wilderness region. There's nothing quite like it to which I can compare the experience. You go through two full-scale revolutions over the course of your ride, providing travelers with optimal views of the gorgeous mountaintops and wonderful natural vistas. For an experience unlike any other, check out the Palm Springs Aerial Tramp. And number three, tour the enormous, incredible estate known as Sunnylands. We talked about this on our Outrageous Houses episode some time ago. Lisa and I had the privilege of touring the home recently. This property, which is over 25,000 square feet, dominates a portion of land in the city of Rancho Mirage. Built for the Annenbergs, the home was finished in 1966. It's played host to presidents, see Eisenhower, Ford, Nixon, Obama, both Bushes, as well as dignitaries from all around the world. There was actually an extremely rare official state dinner held on site in the early 1990s with officials from Japan. There are a couple different options for tours. You could tour the ridiculously large compound. You can get yourself on a tour that emphasizes the gardens and landscape which surround the property. Or if you are short on time, you can just basically check out the visitor center where there's a wealth of information to be learned, a great 20 minute video on the history of the property. This is a residence unlike really any other. Some people refer to it as the Western Camp David, but most just know it as Sunnylands. And number two, get yourself some time in the pool. This being the oasis in the desert, we are very far removed from the Pacific Ocean, but fear not, swimmers and lovers of bodies of water, Pool activities are very important in the Coachella Valley. So important, in fact, that the whole region became an international destination for spring break festivities. And these festivities were known to get a a little bit rowdy. Tens of thousands of college and high school aged folks would flock to the desert in search of fun, fun in the sun, fun in the sun with 
a pool nestled directly in the background. According to estimates, there are over 50,000 pools in the Coachella Valley. Now, yes, most of these are parts of uh, private residences, but there are a number of options for those that don't have an entry point into that world. The Ace Hotel is a great place to start. The Colony Palms is another. There are no shortage of pools and Palm Springs and the greater Coachella Valley. That is where you take advantage of the time that people so enjoy spending in and around these beautiful pools. And at number one on our list of our favorite activities to be found in the Coachella Valley, golf. There are over 120 golf courses in the Coachella Valley. Courses that are designed by the likes of Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicklaus. A number of the golf courses, as you would imagine, are part of exclusive country clubs like Thunderbird, which is where Gerald and Betty Ford lived out their post-White House lives, and is said to be the place where the golf cart was actually invented. Country clubs in Indian Wells, La Quinta, Palm Desert, there are a plethora of them. You can play golf at a number of really terrific public courses. The Bermuda Dunes is a great option. And there are spots to be found scattered throughout the Coachella Valley. The PGA West golf courses here, most famously captured as part of the Soaring Over California ride at the California Adventure Park in Anaheim. The Coachella Valley is home to the annual Desert Classic, which has gone by a number of different names. Bob Hope's name was involved for a while. It was known as the Career Builder event for a time. It's currently the American Express Classic. At the end of the day, it's the Desert Classic. But for those that love nothing more than the peace and tranquility to be found on a golf course, the Coachella Valley is the undisputed capital for golfers in the state of California. And that's going to do it for another installment of the show. We would like to thank everyone for their continued support of the podcast. It does mean the world to both Lisa and I. Hop on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to the show. Leave us a five-star rating and a kind review. That stuff helps us out a lot on the business end of things. I'd like to direct you to our phenomenal website. And it's on this phenomenal website that you can get your hands on the Living in the Sprawl guide, Living in the Sprawl merchandise. My memoir, And So It Went, is also now available on our website. The Instagram handle is Living in the Sprawl Podcast, where we post pics from all of our adventures. We invite you to drop us a line, an email, at livinginthesprawlpodcast at gmail.com. On behalf of myself, I am, as always, your humble host and correspondent. My name is John Steinberg, joined by my lovely and talented producer, slash my wife. Her name is Lisa Steinberg, the team here at Sprawl Enterprises. Thanking you from the bottom of our hearts for listening to yet another episode of Living in the Sprawl, Southern California's most adventurous podcast. Until next time.